0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Prix. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam, and Here with me, as always, is my co-host, TJ Peterson. And joining us once again today, our new boss, still, George Richards. George, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? What's happening? What's the haps?
0: (laughs) A-OK over here, George. It's been uh, an interesting week of hockey since we last uh, recorded. Um, Absolutely. a, a, A tough loss. Uh, in Philadelphia on Tuesday uh, as we're yeah. recording this. Uh, second time this season that the Panthers have lost in Philadelphia. Uh, those are games that you'd really like to have back when you're in the kind of position that the Panthers are in. But at a macro level, still 6-2-1 and one in the month of March. Uh, as of this moment, they still occupy wild card two, although the Penguins are playing right now. Uh, against the Avalanche, who TJ is very uh, subtly supporting with a Nathan McKinnon jersey in the background as we are recording this. Uh, Panthers still in pretty solid shape, with a 722 in the month of March, I mean, a 722 gets you in if you can maintain it.
1: Yeah, if you can maintain it, and that's obviously the big question mark, right? Can they maintain it? Um, you know, uh, listen, you you, you you hate to see this team do what they're doing and then and then and then blow one in Philadelphia and that's exactly what they did last uh, Tuesday night they blew one against the Flyers and you can talk all about and I did I mean you got to give Philadelphia credit they're playing hard for John Tortorella uh, a couple days prior to that game he came out and said this you know this organization needs to make changes there are guys on this team that need to be gone um, and, and some some teams would quit. Um, when you hear that, I, I think it was probably Tortorella lighting a fire under these guys because I think they'd lost six out of seven games coming in. Um, and, and Florida gave them the opening. I mean, you, you got Kachuk scoring a minute 15 into that game. Um, and, and then I think Florida gave them life and, and let them hang around. Sam Bennett wasn't playing. Anthony DeClaire wasn't playing. Regardless, that's a team you got to beat back-to-back or not, it, regardless who's in the lineup, who's not. But you know Philadelphia just you know took advantage of the situation and that might be one that the Panthers really want back and we could talk all, all you know all day long about the games the Panthers would like to have back there are losses on this ledger that are just when you look at the when you look at the body of work are unexcusable and uh, you know this one might end up in that uh, in that category as well
0: yeah after, after a second loss in Philadelphia I'm just, my, my brain goes to this place It's like the Panthers are going to miss by three points and those two losses in Philly are going to be the difference. Philadelphia currently, I believe, third bottom in the Eastern Conference. I mean, yeah. it's not like this is a team uh, on the bubble who's trying to make a push. This is a team that's pretty much out of it
1: already. Yeah, know, they, they are. Out oh, yeah. Of it. I mean, they're, they're they've they're been out of it for a while. A long time, right? I mean. I don't know, you know, one of those games, but one of those games that seems to catch the Panthers, um, you could talk about them beating up on the bad teams, but they haven't. I mean, they've lost to Chicago, they've lost to Columbus, Mm -hmm. they've lost to Arizona, they've lost twice to Philadelphia. Um, You know, there's a a long list of games that the Panthers would like to have back.
2: Yeah, there's been some okay performances in back-to-backs, but it seems like all of them are... Games that were both at FLA Live Arena, like the yep. the Winnipeg game. You know, Bob was playing the second of in two nights, so he wasn't very sharp. But otherwise, they were the much better team. Still didn't win the game, but did get it to overtime. Did score four times on Connor Hellebuck, who's you know probably going to be a Vesna finalist this year. It was uh, it was a pretty decent effort. They of course got that that famous win uh, where they were playing Alex Lyon his second game in two nights and they beat the team that might not just be the best team in the league this year. They might set NHL records for how good they've been this year. So you cannot begrudge them necessarily for that, but overall the resume of second games on a back-to-back the the Seattle loss, the Oh wait, no, that wasn't even a back to back. That horrible game against the Islanders, where they they looked dead in the water from the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, that wasn't even a back to back. So what what else am I thinking of? It it does. It, somebody help me because I I know that there's been other there have been other back to back situations that they just laid an egg in.
0: That game. Yeah, I'm I'm looking. Uh, I mean, a week after that Islanders game, they were home against Montreal on the Thursday and then got shut out by Carolina the very next day. But Carolina's a good team, so, I mean, yeah, you don't like the loss, but.
1: Well, uh, let's go back to that Winnipeg game. You gave – the Florida Panthers gave Winnipeg new life. Winnipeg, I think, had like a seven-game losing streak or something like that. Now, Connor Hellebuck, you know, just like Carter Hart on Tuesday night, goalied the Panthers, Um, and that happens. So, whatever, you got to point out a Winnipeg, but truthfully – you know, the Panthers need to take care of some business here. They're, they're obviously, you know, if we, if they think they're better than these teams and they need to show it and more, you know, here and there, they don't. And, right. you know, but we'll see again, they're still in pretty good shape, but now what we talked about a few weeks ago and, 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 you know, by our math, they can afford what? Three more losses moving forward. 11 games left. They can afford three losses, maybe, um, like maybe four maybe four, you know, uh,
2: they can afford to they... drop seven ish points.
1: Yeah. So where are those losses coming from? Um, you've got, you've got Toronto on Thursday. You've got, it will, and I'm sure you guys want to talk about this, but the Toronto, you got Toronto on Thursday, the Rangers on Saturday, you've got three against Toronto coming up. Um, they're gonna have to make up for Philadelphia yeah. because be, be, losing to the Philadelphia means you got to beat you got two of those you know you got to beat the good teams twice to make up for it.
0: Right. And not to harp too much on expectations, but I just remember at the beginning of the season looking at the schedule and seeing these games coming up against Toronto and thinking this is gonna be a, th- these three games are gonna be for seeding, possibly even for the division. Yeah. No such luck and- this year.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and it's probably not going to be proceeding anywhere, right? And so, you know, maybe right. Toronto maybe Toronto feels like, hey, we're going to pull a Panthers and just kind of back our way in, as we saw Florida do last year, those last two. Years. Now, Florida didn't back. I mean, everybody talked about, oh, you shouldn't have won the President's Trophy. That was there. They won all the way up to those last two games, right? That Montreal, that game oh, in Montreal, that well, game in Ottawa, where they played, you know, nobody.
2: Yeah, That's and they fine. still won That's the game fine. in Ottawa. That that was what got them the president's trophy because they okay, won it by one ahead. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa was pretty bad last anyway. Um yeah. I mean, like they they win however many games they won in this month. You know, they beat some solid teams. They also beat Chicago. Um, and then there was whatever happened last night where, you know, you could say, well, it was the third goalie and there were a number of moments where it showed that he was not in the NHL for most of the year, but at the same time, I mean, dear God, some of those defensive breakdowns were just yeah. comical. Yeah.
1: You can't you can't blame Alex Lyon, uh, for for a lot of that. You can I think for some of it because it's one of those the old adage you got to make a save, man. You got just got to make a save, right? Yeah. Um, and, and giving up three goals in two oh one at the end of the second period is a killer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that, that was kind of one of my thoughts all game last night was I the, my brain after that whole sequence wanted to just pin it on Lion and excuse it that way. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I think if, if you have Bob in that game, maybe the Panthers lose three to two instead of five to two. I mean, yeah. they, the team didn't give Lion much to work with during no, that, that yeah, five-minute can...
2: span. Consider, you're, you're saying if Bob was there, we're talking about Bob that played 24 hours before. So right. we're not getting 100% Bob. Yeah, no, a,
0: a healthy Bob, if you're coming in rested against Philadelphia, a healthy Bob does pretty,
2: does pretty you well. You probably get to overtime 2-2, two, because two, Carter Hart was not losing that game in regulation. And that would
1: have been fine with the Panthers. One point yesterday, that gives you three out of four, that's fine.
0: And maintains your point streak.
1: An extension your mm-hmm. point breaks you get 3 out of 4 on a back to back on the road that's pretty good. Yeah. 2 out of 4.
2: Eh. Yeah. I mean this but- week is it's going to be very telling because we're now going to be able to say that this was either a blip on the radar or it became the first domino to fall cuz they could very easily get themselves into a, a situation now where oh all of a sudden one loss becomes 3 because you've got a good Toronto team and a good rangers team you know some some say they have a good goalie some say they have a good team either way both those teams are coming in and they're they're very losable games
1: yeah and yeah. Especially, just, especially since florida doesn't match up very well with either as we've seen the last couple of years
2: yeah, yeah. i i mean the Toronto, rangers we just have feels it. like yeah the rangers yeah. though it it seems like They've four of their last, maybe even five of their last regular season games, the Panthers have lost four. Now, three of them were at MSG and there were uh, the Panthers are one and one in the games at FLA Live Arena. So maybe it's more of a coin flip. I bet that the Panthers will be the betting favorites. I'll bet they will be betting favorites in both games, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything.
1: Doesn't mean anything, especially when you see you – yeah, know, the Panthers are pretty much uh, – how many games are they in now? 71? 71. I would bet the – I bet the Panthers have been favored in all but maybe eight of those games. The Panthers I, – because I, I, I do the odds every game in, in, in our uh, – at Florida Hockey now, we do the lineups and, and we look at the odds. And, and we rarely change. Florida favored, Florida favored, Florida favored. The Panthers are usually favored. Um I would say nine out of ten times the Panthers have been favored in games this season.
0: Yeah, so a couple of really tough games coming up. And then next week, I mean, yeah, it might look like it gets easier. Uh, but really, it, it doesn't get all that much easier. You're in Ottawa, and Ottawa can shock you if you're not careful. Then sure. you've gotten away back-to-back. Both away. way, you're in Toronto, and then you follow that up with a game against Montreal. Um, who, are, and who, are tick, who are ticked at you. To who who are ticked at you who lost while still putting up five goals. Yeah. I'm I'm very sad about last night because I wanted that Montreal game to be the game to talk about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But because you lose to Philadelphia again, that's the game you gotta focus on now. Um yeah, and then you're in Columbus, which ideally you'd like to take that one, but like you mentioned earlier, George, you've already lost to Columbus once this year.
1: Yeah. You look at you look at how fast things change, right? The, yeah. I, I wasn't on I wasn't on the show with you guys last week, but I was the week before. You look at a week and a half ago, the Pittsburgh Penguins, I think they'd won six out of seven, seven out of eight, something like that. Um, it looked like the Pittsburgh Penguins were locked in. Pittsburgh was going for third in, in the metro. They were going hard after the Rangers. They were they were, and then, and then, and then they they lose at home to Montreal. Then they lose back to back games to the Rangers. Uh, they lost the other night, so they've lost four in a row. And like you said, as we tape this, they're they're in Colorado. They're on a four game losing streak. So Florida cannot afford to do that. Um, Pittsburgh still might be able to, you know, if they win, if they beat Colorado. And spoiler alert: we don't know. Um, yeah, well, they they're right back in this thing despite yeah. you know losing four in a row, and that's just the, and the, and the Panthers cannot the Panthers cannot do something like that and, and survive. So um, different situations, but again, things can change in, in in a week, and and they certainly have in Pittsburgh. But yeah. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh can right their ship, and uh, you know we'll see how it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
0: Pens played the Islanders uh, somewhat recently, and I remember thinking, well all we really want is for this game to end in regulation, but I think you'd rather Pittsburgh win because you're more likely to catch the Islanders at
1: this point. Right. Guess what? And you still might, because you still got a game in hand against the Isles. So. Yeah. yeah. Pens
0: uh, but, up. Pens up one nothing. by the way.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and, and the Isles, I mean, but, you know, you're three back of the Islanders, so that one game in hand, even if you win, you know, you're still a point back. So, anyway, whatever, just get in. I think they just need to get in and – I think the prevailing opinion around the national hockey league is that Pittsburgh will, um, although people in Pittsburgh are like, why, why this team's not good enough to do anything. Why even bother, um, blow it up, fire the G if they don't make the playoffs, maybe Ron Hextall's out and everybody there would be happy. Um,
2: yeah, the knives are really out for Hextall. Sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I I think every fan base kind of has that, that view. Um, it seems like every fan base is a little bit more pessimistic than the overall view of the team by the hockey community as a whole. And I think the Panthers are a good example of that too. A lot of what Pittsburgh fans or Calgary fans, all these, all these fringe teams, uh, their fan bases feel the same way that we do. I was talking to a buddy of mine, uh, a uh, Audie James uh, host of uh, game over oh, Calgary dude. up in uh up in up in calgary and uh yeah i i jumped into spaces with him he was talking about uh the flames and their playoff chances uh yeah flames fans are extremely pessimistic about this season so i i think that it's just that fan bases tend to be a little bit more pessimistic than the view of the team's chances at as a whole uh
1: i would be pessimistic in calgary too though i follow them pretty yeah. closely because you know i put together the links um, so I read a lot of the stuff at Calgary Hockey now. And, uh, you know, you look at some of their games and you're like, whoa, how did they lose that one? And, oh, my yeah. God, look at – you know, so um, I don't watch a lot of their games uh, unless we're at the infield post game, And, you know, we watch that – what was it, St. Louis that they lost to? We watch that game. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Every every fan base. But in Pittsburgh, you can see it. You know, they're they're, they're a little bit aged. Um, their their dominant run, their cup run is over. I mean, nobody expects Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh could win a round, right? But they're not they're not winning the Stanley Cup. They're not going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, Same with Washington. What if Washington gets in? It's going to be like last. Still possible. They'll win a couple games, and what are the Caps going to do? I mean, so I understand some of those teams. As far as Florida goes. you know they were they were the president's trophy winners last year, and we understand the changes that have gone on here, and in personnel and coaching, and yada yada yada, salary cap. Um, but you expect this team to be among the top eight Neil, in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I didn't
0: think they would repeat a division title necessarily. I I had them no, no, in no, no, two no. or three. Um, sure, I I did not expect bubble team who's fighting fighting for their lives at game seventy one.
1: You got bubble tea? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it's been a minute since I've had uh, some bubble tea. Uh, speaking of speaking of knives out, by the way, in Calgary, I mean my goodness, Flames fans want Daryl Sutter's head on a pike if they don't make the playoffs. My goodness,
1: yeah. they are out for I him. Think, I think I think that turning point was when you had that kid make his NHL debut, and he kind of. I think he poo pooed some, yeah, you know, poo pooed it a little bit too much. Yeah. I mean, do you remember that a couple months ago? Yeah, yeah I think it was uh, it was Pelletier, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Jacob look how, uh, yeah, look how great it's great, it's great, it's great. Yeah, what he played six minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people were like, dude, come on, read the room. All right, all right, you already, you already trashed Huberto's return to South Florida with his, you know players <laughs> can traded all the time. All right, grumpy man. I, I think people kind of were like, all right, you know. Yeah. Okay, enough there, Daryl, but I mean, yeah, Sutter Daryl Sutter's one of the great coaches in this league, and they're just they're just having themselves a time this year in calgary i yeah. I, I don't know I, I but they don't make the playoffs. Do they make a coaching change? I, I don't know maybe maybe I, I says, would wager they do. Maybe, but yeah, I, maybe he says he's had enough, all right, he'll move on, he'll get a job. <laughs> Daryl Sutter won't be out of work long no yeah absolutely. he'll just, coach if he just... wants to, if he wants to coach, he'll coach.
2: Just strikes me as trouble in paradise. I mean, I think that honestly both parties would be work would work it would work for both parties if there was another trade between Calgary and Florida where perhaps they traded the bench bosses Because uh i uh, and that's not just me saying that Daryl Suther's a better better coach than Paul Maurice, but I mean I don't know there's been some there's been some rough times with both of those guys this year.
0: I don't know if I agree with that overall sentiment. You know who I think would be a great coach for the team that Calgary's got? In all honesty, uh, is Andrew Burnett.
1: Well, we'll see. Maybe he becomes their head coach. Yeah, that's that's a I,
0: conversation I, I, for over the summer, though.
1: I, I just I just had that same exact thought, and I didn't know what The first thing that happened, I thought of is that DUI. Um, if you yeah. can get that tossed out of court, because um, that would that would hinder him from working in Canada.
2: That's true. Ooh, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, that, w- that would that would that uh, would that that wouldn't that would yeah. So if he can get that bumped down to a mis- you know a misdemeanor, um or whatever, uh, get that kind of tossed out of court, and it very well could that, that could be a that could be one of those deals where if you get a good lawyer in there, and the judge is like, what the hell is this? You know, it's a golf cart for goodness yeah. sakes, and and that gets tossed, and that very well could. So yeah, especially if they they especially if a lawyer you know, says that, you know, that they were, you know, targeting him.
2: Yeah. Too but bad. You, we don't have a lawyer on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I have no, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, right, I'm not, I'm
1: no lawyer. <laughs> obviously I've been a traffic court a few times, but I play um, one on TV. Yeah. So that, maybe that gets tossed and that would be great for Andrew Burnett's career. Um, I know a lot of people have, have screamed. He, yeah, he could have killed somebody. He was on a golf cart. People. He was on a I mean, golf he,
2: cart. What are we talking about? He, Jesus right. Christ!
1: He, he, yeah, he might. No. He might. He might yeah. Somebody might have sprained an ankle, but that's about it. But anyway, uh, Penguins up
0: two nothing on Colorado at the moment. So, yeah, well, I was trying
2: to. I was trying to get that across with my face palm and upset face, but
0: I didn't even notice.
2: Yeah, because you were too busy looking at yourself in the mirror. You I was asshole. looking at
0: George. I was looking at George, the prettiest man on the pod today.
2: I cannot deny this. Hi, more <laughs> uh, Hi, everybody. More
0: positive, uh, the more positive side of things, uh, I have two. Really one, because one of them feels a little bit more foregone, uh, barring a giant skid. Uh, two goal-scoring questions for you both. And I think I know what the answers are. I know what my answer is. But the first is Carter Verhege, 36 yes. goals scored.
1: Yes. He has course. 11
2: games left. Does he yeah. hit 40? Of course. You kidding?
1: Yeah. No. Now that he's getting power play time, yeah.
2: He might hit it tomorrow. <laughs> it's a revenge game. Don't forget that. It's
1: barely a revenge
2: game. He was drafted yeah. by the Leafs.
0: He never played a game for them.
2: That's why it's a revenge game. They never gave him a chance.
1: He is from Toronto, too. I I believe when he got the cup with with, uh, Tampa Bay, he took it to Toronto.
2: Yeah, don't forget how many of these guys on the Panthers are Canadian also, so this is like their Super Bowl. He did play two games for the Marlies.
0: Never played for the Big Dogs, but two games for the Marlies.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and look at the bums that they've trusted to play instead of him. Never won a playoff series. They're all terrible.
1: Bums. Yeah,
2: Damn that's bums. why that's why Kyle Dubas needs to trade William Nylander this summer for, I don't know, Mark Stahl. Some, something like that. Hey, TJ. Yeah? How
0: long has Bridgeport been uh, the AHL team for the Islanders?
2: Decent amount of time. Yeah, quite a bit, yeah.
0: Because Verheke that. played like 70 games for Bridgeport.
2: Oh yeah, he was in the Islanders organization.
0: When? I, I mean I guess when he played for Bridgeport. He was
2: traded from the <laughs> the the Leafs to the Islanders. Yeah. I think it might have been Mikhail Grabowski. That's who I was ta- thinking of. Uh, okay, it so was, it was not Grabowski. Yeah, Verhege was
1: Well, he was part when he, he was part of the gigantic Michael Grabner trade.
0: Yeah. C- C- that's Verhage. what sent Verhege to New York.
1: Christopher Gibson, Tom Nilsson, Taylor Beck and Matthew Finn. And then Tampa Bay gets him in two uh, two years later for Christers Gudlevskis.
2: Yeah, the, the Latvian legend who uh almost shut uh Canada down at the uh Sochi Olympics and then was never heard from again. It's really yeah. a who's who of remembering some guys right now, except for, of course, Carter. Although, Brady, who's and there than... is
0: another Panthers connection in there with Chris Gibson. Chris Gibson, yes. Chris Gibson, yes.
1: You lost at home to Craig Anderson in Buffalo. Add that to the
2: list.
0: That's true. That sure did happen. Add he made 52
2: saves, I believe.
0: He made upwards of 50 for sure. It was either 50,
2: 51, or 52.
1: And you could have had Craig Anderson as your your backup goalie last year for a song.
2: I mean, but that was never gonna happen because it was gonna just, always I'm, gonna be Bobby. No, but it.
0: it would have been fun. Um you, uh, sure would, you, would, you,
2: would you would you have rather have had Craig Anderson
1: or Jonas Johansson? You know what, when you put it that way. Yeah.
2: I mean, no kidding. Woof. Craig would, other... would have
1: Craig would have taken a Greyhound bus to come back.
0: <laughs> um, the other goal tracker question um uh, is sam reinhardt sam Reinhard. has got 27 with 11 left does he hit 30 hard oh, to yeah.
1: see him not
2: yeah yeah
1: I, I think he's i think i think he makes the, the heater that he's on right now he's got six goals and nine points in the last six um this comes up the heels of no goals and six captain streaky um I think you're telling me that a the guy that last... didn't
0: score for 13 games is uh, is a streaky player.
1: Yeah, I think I think he makes a run at last year's 33.
0: I would love I that, that so much. As as I I believe I have become basically Sam Reinhardt's number one defender uh, on Twitter because
1: <laughs> I, 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 I I I smell a hat trick coming. So for Reinhardt.
2: we have one more game against Buffalo. There, yeah, there you go. Uh, it's at home too. Yeah. But um, he's he's been their best power play player this season. I I think that his power play impact is underrated. If people are sleeping on it, and maybe it's just that we need other guys to step up to the level he's played at on the power play. But yeah. he's been good on the power play.
1: Um, he certainly
2: has. Uh,
0: just for all the for all the shit that Reinhardt has taken, and I know I, I opened the episode two weeks ago with. Uh, with my whiff percentage stat, that has not gotten much better. He's still at about uh, a three eighty roughly. Uh, but man, if he can cross thirty goals, if he can break that threshold, and even if he if he can break the thirty three from last year, especially despite a career low shooting percentage, oh, I, I would have a field day with that. I would be insufferable for a day.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's been off. He's been off to a great, great run here, and uh, you know, it, it, let's see how far he can keep it going. Because, like I said, uh, he's got a six-game scoring streak with six goals during that time. Now he's got a, you know, he has you know, goals in five of those six games. He had he had a two-goal game in there, um, so it's not a six-game goal streak, but uh, six six-game point streak for Sam Reinhardt. So mm-hmm. definitely missed. You know definitely on a heater at the right time.
0: Yeah. Uh, his goal scoring pace over the course of the season uh sets him up for 31 however if we uh if we take his goal scoring rate over let's see he didn't score for for 13 which means he's scored in for
1: 12 48. for 12 he scored in 13 so he didn't score for 12
0: so if you extrapolate uh if you extrapolate his goal scoring pace since his first goal of the season uh, he's pacing for about 38 over an 82-game season.
1: Um, so that's, that's cool. a lot of what-ifs. Yeah.
0: I, I know, but just the pace since he's been scoring has been insane.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, no, 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 there's no doubt about that. And, and guess what, kids? If you, if you like taking stuff away, if he didn't score 33 goals last year, this year would be his career high.
2: That's honestly a great point.
1: For somebody didn't even who didn't think score about that. In the first 12 games. So,
2: yeah, if we're going to if we're going to lament somebody on the line that Sam Reinhardt plays on, that's gotten some power play one time this year for not scoring enough goals. Let me present this bit of evidence to you. Anton Lindell has played 61 games this year. He has nine goals. That's not very good. Let's move on. Uh, So, George, I did want to ask you real quickly before we ignore the topic altogether. Uh, Sam Bennett (laughs) and Anthony Duclair did not play in last night's game in Philadelphia. Uh, What's their status, and do you expect them in the lineup uh, tomorrow and or soon?
1: Well, Paul Maurice said that Sam Bennett, uh, his injury's not long-term, so he'll probably be out at least 10 days. Yeah, Sam Bennett, I I don't know. I I, I assume that it's something uh, something from where... Um, he had the problem before. Um, they, I guess it's the lower body injury for him. We'll see what happens tomorrow. The team did not practice on Wednesday. So uh, we'll have to wait and see who's out there uh, for the morning skate on Thursday. Check FloridaHockeyNow.com for all of your updates. Anthony DeClaire, um, uh, reading between the lines, it sounds like he had uh, some bad poi and uh just uh wasn't wasn't feeling right we know we all know what bad boy can do um or for those of you who watch uh who watch Ted Lasso maybe he had a bad fish pie um it doesn't sound like his stomach was feeling too good because they said well if he stays where he's at he's okay and that you know so um <laughs> we don't want to get into that too too deeply but uh, it sounds oh, like no. it's just a an illness Anthony, Anthony declared definitely should be in tomorrow good uh, thursday all
2: right, that is that is good news so uh, speaking of tomorrow, uh, before we wrap up, tomorrow is uh, NCAA Tournament Day, and I am not talking about the basketball, even though FAU will be playing tomorrow. We're all cheering on the Owls. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, NCAA Tournament, the road to the Frozen Four, begins yes, tomorrow. in Tampa. Tampa, right? Tampa Tampa again? is where the Frozen Four will be. Uh, the will regionals, be right, right, right. The regionals are we starting out. It's not a bad idea, actually. Let's talk about that later um the the regionals are going to get started this week and there are three notable panthers prospects in action uh of course uh the defending national champion denver pioneers with uh frozen four mvp michael benning did not say matt benning every time i had a job job. saying matt benning
0: i'm surprised you didn't say jim benning continue
2: and of course uh You know, a friend of the show before he even comes on, our favorite player, Jack Devine, who has been, maybe he's been on a tear recently. I actually haven't checked how he's done in his last few games. But uh, the last time he checked, he had uh, really been going on a tear. He had a five-point game, if I believe uh, I'm right. Oh, yeah, he's still playing pretty well. Last five games, he's got five goals. Last uh, 10 games, he's got 15 total points, nine goals. So uh, he's really oh, heating up in time for the uh, the tournament. And uh, that could be two clutch players that the Panthers have in, uh, in Denver right now. Uh, they're uh, the number three seed, if I remember correctly, maybe number four in the tournament. And uh, then, of course, Michigan and Mackie Samuskevich. The Michigan team's got a lot of exciting young talent, including Samuskevich. They also have Luke Hughes and Adam Fantilli. So uh, they're a team that you're going to want to watch If not just for Mackie Samuskevich, you're going to want to see Luke Hughes and Adam Fantilli, who, you know, any amateur scout will tell you they are projected to be studs at the NHL level. Not just good players, studs.
0: Yeah, The, the top end of this year's draft, just about Fantilli in particular, is so stacked. You have three players right up top who would be number one overalls if they didn't have to compete with the other two players in this draft.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then there's Luke
0: Hughes, who was a first-round pick a couple years ago. I mean, uh, Denver is four, by the way.
2: Ah, so is Michigan three?
0: Uh, Let's see. You've got Minnesota is one. Mm
2: -hmm. Quinnipiac
0: is two. Michigan is three. Denver is four.
2: There you go. So yeah, both of those uh, teams should come out of the regionals, which would be a good thing because that means their Panthers prospects are going to the Frozen Four. But it could be a bad thing because they might have to play each other like last year. That was a little awkward. I wasn't sure who to root for. But ultimately, uh, you know, Mike Benning became the Frozen Four MVP. So you really can't uh, hope for a better outcome than that.
1: George. And, and whatever, and you and you Go might unless listen. If one of those teams gets knocked out, you might have one of those guys uh, to come out, come out early, and you know either join the Panthers or or, or you know join the A, join the Charlotte.
2: So I actually was just about to to get to that. Um, oh, so sorry. I think that I think it's pretty. <laughs> un, despite the fact that he's been great recently, I think it's pretty unlikely that Jack Devine is about to turn pro. This is his, I, um, I agree. Draft plus one year, second year at Denver, even though it's been a great year, like probably a little bit more seasoning couldn't hurt. Uh, he's going to – he's not even really been a first-line power play type of player for them this year. So, you know, next year he could really have – That's pretty remarkable. The counting, st- the counting stats go up uh, big time. But, yeah, um, um
0: Divine, for those of you who haven't been following along, uh, 14 goals, 17 assists, 31 points in 37 games – uh also a plus 18. Uh, pretty pretty good stats for for college.
2: Yeah. And, I mean it's uh, no
0: it's no hockey east but
2: yeah, so and uh, 3-1 penguins dang. That stinks. Mm. Um but uh almost uh 50% of those points have come in in uh, just the last uh, 15 games or, or in the last 10 games because he's got 15 points in the last 10 games, but yeah, let's uh let's actually get to the point here. George, uh, it, is the expectation or your expectation individually that we may see Samuskevich and or Benning wear the Panthers and or Checkers jerseys once their college seasons end? I
1: don't know. I haven't heard that. I would think Benning maybe. Um, you got to think what else is he going to accomplish at the college? I mean that's and that's what that's what these guys are looking at. what What else can you accomplish um, at the college level? Um, is it better for you, like you say, with divine, is it better for you for your development to go back for one more year and enjoy another year of college hockey? Uh, then then go do that. Um, if not, if you think that you've gotten all you can out of college, that's when you you come out. Time will tell. And I haven't talked to anybody with the Panthers about this. Uh, you know, I, I figure with the team still involved the way they are, uh, how deep they're going and the deep expectations of both Denver and Michigan, it's not even worth bringing up right now because the Panthers are not talking to those guys about any of this stuff. They don't yeah. want to bother them with that. They don't want them thinking about that. They don't want to burn any bridges at Denver or at Michigan. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure they talk to Brian McCabe about stuff, but not about this. So they'll they will wait. They are they're very good about waiting um, until the season is completely over before they even discuss this stuff. But that said, the players themselves, I'm sure they know in the back of their minds which way they're leaning. And I'm
0: just taking a quick look here uh, for the sake of comparison. I can't speak so much to their play styles uh, because I haven't watched uh, Benning as much as I would have liked. Uh, but as far as somewhat undersized uh, offensive defenseman who went the NCAA route, uh, Michael Benning is scoring at a clip just behind what Quinn Hughes did uh, at Michigan. So take that for what it's worth.
1: No, oh, he's, he's a very solid player. Uh, he's obviously going to have to, you know, he's a defenseman. So he's not going to step right into your to your to your lineup. We saw that with Matt Kierstead. You you saw the kind of numbers Matt Kierstead put up at North Dakota. And yes, he did jump right into the Panthers lineup, but a different situation. Um, He was a free agent signing. That was kind of the promise. Aaron Eckblatt had just gotten hurt. Um, So that was an opportunity for him to play on a team that was guaranteed a playoff spot. Um, we didn't see much of Matt Kierstead uh in the playoffs if at all i think i think i don't think he played for his last two games or in the playoffs in 2021 we've seen how he's been back and forth since so uh, <laughs> with a guy like benning you know you, maybe you bring him up um let's say let's say ben, let's say that denver loses next week this weekend um benning signs with the panthers um will he be here maybe um what he play i don't know Not with this team in a playoff race. I don't don't think so, no. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Let's say that uh, their teams make the Frozen Four, and then lose. even if they lose in the semifinals, we're talking about the day after. They'd be, you know, best-case scenario, traveling to Washington, and then they'd have to acclimate themselves for the last three games of the season if they wanted to make an impact. I just... I mean, we're no. we're not talking about you know a, as much as we as highly as we do think of these guys. We're not talking about a Jack Eichel. We're not yeah. talking about right. you know uh, uh, an Adam Even yeah, we're not we're <laughs> not talking about guys that like have shown that they're going to step into the NHL and immediately be stars. Right, but they would
1: they. they... They might sign with the Panthers just to meet everybody and yada but they wouldn't play and if those games are so meaningful I think they'd go straight to Charlotte but I, Yeah
2: and Charlotte. I mean Charlotte's yeah. Charlotte's going to make the playoffs. And I mean they And they get know, playing
1: time down there.
2: Yeah and I mean they they have the defending Calder Cup winning goalie in the organization, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really not a stretch to suggest they could make a deep run. Yep. Yeah.
1: Although Alex Lyon doesn't look like he's going anywhere, so he's probably going to be the Panthers' goal. If the Panthers make the playoffs, he's probably the goal at the backup.
2: Yeah, that is true. I mean, that Goose has been good too, though. And you got Baruby as well. So, yeah.
1: Uh, Before we go
2: for uh, physical intimidation of an official, that was that was interesting. I didn't actually (laughs) Mm -hmm. see the incident.
1: Three games. Yeah, Evan. What's his name? Evan Fitzgerald. Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, Evan Fitzpatrick. Evan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick got called up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so before we go, I know Alex isn't here, uh, but I do have to pay my dues uh, because the University of Miami did defeat Indiana University uh, in both the men's and women's tournaments.
2: Um, really so really Alex, a tough couple of days for you, I'm,
0: I'm I'm glad you couldn't be here to rub it in person and just know that uh, I am taking the loss. I'm taking it on the chin I know I said I would be insufferable if Indiana won, so I feel it's at least right for me to point it out, even if you aren't here to do it
1: for me. Uh, so I won't wear any. I won't wear any UM stuff in Bloomington for the, for a couple of years. So.
2: <laughs> Jake, real quick though, Indiana lost, but I I don't know how many Hoosiers fans even can really be that upset with the overall tournament though, because Purdue. Lost to fairly Dickinson University, yes,
0: that is correct. Let's it, talk it, about it, this. It's, real a quick. Net,
2: it's a net positive for
0: Indiana fans, uh, having lost but seeing Purdue lose to uh, who school? Um,
2: <laughs> Hackensack, New Jersey. You couldn't have told me that before they beat Purdue, but uh, yeah, was...
0: Hackensack is close to where Alexander Hamilton died. I was about to say, Alexander Barkov, man, my brain is just. On That's hockey it. right
2: now. That's a sign um, that we uh, that we got to sign off. So George, Florida couple, couple, Hold on.
1: Hold let's on, a go. couple 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 nice tournaments for uh, those Jersey schools, St. Peter's last year, if you remember, yep. made a nice. Princeton
2: roll. is still alive. Or, oh, oh,
1: and Princeton's still. That's there, right. So
0: Princeton's in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah.
1: They are.
2: Yeah, let's go. Uh, NFAU, go. FAU, of course. FAU.
0: Who? Who? Not, Not in New Jersey.
2: Not in New Jersey, but yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean. You know, you, you know. George,
0: as someone who was born on Long Island, FAU is not New Jersey.
2: FAU's like the the seventh borough, though. They're basically right. You know, there's a, there's a anyone New from
0: New York, York would hurt you for
1: saying that Long Island is New Jersey. <laughs> I yeah. didn't say Long Island was New Jersey. I said Boca <laughs> was New smart. Jersey. That was me. That, that was, was a me. Boca. That was a Boca thing, not a not a Long Island thing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Good talking right, you.
0: So, George, yeah. yes, tell us yes. what you're working on before we let you go.
1: Well, I got a uh, check out FloridaHockeyNow.com. We got all, I mean, my goodness, I, my goodness, I've been throwing up some stories lately. We've got some real good stuff up there from this past week. A lot of good Sasha Barkov coverage. A lot. I'm really, really happy with my Matthew Kachuk story. We didn't talk about Sasha Barkov, <laughs> the all time <laughs> leading scorer oh. in Florida Panther history. We did not. <laughs> So Jacob Jacob is crying right now thinking how did we not talk about Sasha Barkov
2: that breaking is rough, Jonathan Hoover
1: yeah. I'll tell you what was funny though I asked Aaron Eckblatt I was like ah, you know does it mean anything he starts laughing he goes it's so weird to hear that Jonathan Huberto is the all-time leading scorer in Florida Panther history it's like yeah it is kind of weird right that Barkov is breaking Huberto's record um but like Huberto said, it's like this isn't like we're the Montreal Canadiens or anything, you know. Ole yeah. Jokinen was here for like 6 years and owned the he owned Ole Jokinen was the Florida Panthers scoring leader longer than he played here, so um it just shows you that this franchise has gone through some players over the years, but um anyway, I got uh, Matthew Kachuk's story up that I that I really liked and I'm uh, and what I'm working on uh finishing up tonight is a uh, is uh, what we just talked about, Sam Reinhart. So uh, I have a Sam Reinhardt story for you tomorrow, plus uh, talking about the NHLPA poll results where Sasha Barkov and Matthew Kachuk got a little bit of love, as did the great city of Sunrise, Florida. So yeah, check it out.
2: Everybody loves them all. And um, that's, a, that's exactly the line I used. I used the line. I said,
1: I'm giving I'm giving this one to Fort Lauderdale because all the players stay on the beach. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about Sawgrass Mills. They might be talking about the Infield Sports Bar and they, Grill. They, they very they, well they, may, could, yeah. they very well could be talking about the Infield. I don't think they're talking about Sawgrass. The players saying they like coming to Sunrise, they mean they like coming to Fort Lauderdale. So anyway, check us out, FloridaHockeyNow.com, and uh, I appreciate you guys.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah. Floridahockeynow.com for all of George's great work. Colby's as well. Uh, and if you don't like, uh, if, if you take issue with anything you're reading, meet us at the infield, we'd love to talk to you about it.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll give you some wings. If you're, if you're upset,
0: <laughs> rate us, rate us five stars on uh rate, We've definitely used that one before, but we've been talking about college. So I'm going with
2: it. Uh, Rate us five stars on ratemyrefs.com or whatever. Scouting know. the refs. Rate us five stars Scout on us. scouting the refs. There we go. We probably use that one too, but you Almost know what? Almost certainly. It's fine. Like th- these references will get old eventually. They will not. We'll see you next week everybody. Go Panthers.